start in about verse 9. Psalm 71, 9. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. Do not forsake me when my strength fails. It's really not. Growing older isn't for sissies. For just a few moments, let's consider the theme, aging to the glory of God. Aging gracefully to God's glory. If you would, open your Bibles to Psalm 90 and verse 10. We'll look at two or three passages by way of introduction. Just some basic thoughts about aging, and then we'll look in particular at some of the things that have to be faced by us as we grow older. The years of life are 70. I'm so glad that Carl read that passage. Carl, you and I are on borrowed time, brother. And if by reason of strength, 80, 80, look if you will at Psalm 46 and verse 4, rather Isaiah 46 verse 4. The passage says, even to your old age... I am He. Even to gray hairs, I will carry you. God's people believe that life is a gift from beginning to end. A gift from God. Here's the third passage. Philippians 1 verse 6. Philippians 1 verse 6. In this passage, the Apostle Paul says through the Holy Spirit, I am sure, I am confident. Completed at the day of Christ. I think these are wonderful promises about aging. To the glory of God. Now let me stop and tell you what I mean about aging gracefully. Turn, if you will, to that weather whatever pattern often referred to. Whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Whether you live long and in a healthy manner or you live not so long and don't enjoy good health, whatever 
means that whatever eyesight we have, whatever hearing we have, whatever mobility we have, whatever mind we have, and whatever resources we have as we age, we want to use them in a way that shows we treasure God and love souls. Wouldn't it be great if every older person lived like that? You can tell a lot about a society by the way they treat their young and by the way they treat the elderly. And not only that, you can tell a lot about a church by the way it treats both the young and the elderly. Those who have begun life given them by God and those that are in the sunset years of life given to them by God too. I sometimes wonder if we don't rejoice in the youth more than we do those that have lived a long and good life in the Lord. Just a thought. Maybe one Sunday we ought to have two packers for those that are 70, 80, and older. <laughs> Amen? There's room for both there. That whatever we have in our old age, we want to use because we treasure God and love people to God's glory. Now really that kind of almost flies in the face of our, our society because we talk so much about working and, and, and being able to retire. And while retiring from a job in the world might be good, I never read of retirement spiritually in Scripture. Do you? And I wonder sometimes if some people look at retirement and think of it also as a time in which they pull back from service to the Lord when it can be a time when even more can be invested of one's mind and eyes and ears and mobility in serving God. It's difficult sometimes, but I think that those of us who are getting older can accept the challenge of transitioning and yet still being active in the church of Jesus. Here's some basic truths. Three. None of us is getting any younger. Not one. All of the plastic surgery, exercise, and whatever in the world cannot make anyone younger. None of us is getting any younger. We appreciate life given by God. But we understand that life given by God here was not intended to last. Number two. 
Life must be lived looking for the meaning and purpose of a great relationship with God. Life's got to be lived here with the purpose and meaning of having a great relationship with God. Third, that is to be sought now. Now, too many people want to put it on the back burner. One of these days, after my kids grow up, after I put more time into my life and job, but the relationship with God is to be stressed now. Because when one departs this life, one will either be with God forever or not. When I think about aging, this is not intended to be a doubt. As a matter of fact, next Sunday, Lord willing, we'll conclude the series. But what I want you to see is this. Aging is a time where we experience considerable sorrow, considerable joy, and considerable major decisions. Tonight I'm going to talk with you just a little bit about the sorrow. And next week, the joys and the main life decisions of aging to the glory of God. So let's look at some of the sorrows. I think about the sorrows of growing older. And one of the sorrows of growing older is that of weakness. Weakness. By that I mean we don't have the energy and the strength that we once did. Open your Bibles to Proverbs 20 and verse 29. There are sorrows that one experiences as one grows older, and one of them is the loss of physical strength. And now, this may affect different ones in different ways, but it is true for anyone who ages to some degree. It says, the, the glory of young men is their strength. But the splendor of old men is their gray hair. It's a great passage to think about. But it tells us something. The glory of young men is their strength. How much weight can you lift? How strong one is? But there comes a time that one grows older and they have splendor in their gray hair rather than their strength. Maybe several of you can relate to what this passage is talking about, huh? Another transition that may bring some sorrow. I don't have the strength that I once had. I may not have... The energy I once had. In Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 8. It speaks of having our energy sapped. 
One of the things I've noticed in recent years personally, though I still consider myself young enough to be called Sonny Boy by a few of you, uh, is that I've had to really pace myself and think about how I go about things. I can still get a good bit accomplished, but I had to be more concerned, Steve, about pacing myself than I used to be. Because the energy reserves are not unlimited. Not anymore. So as one grows older, one has to transition not only the fact that their strength is not what it once was as when they were younger, but maybe their energy level isn't either. And yet you can still have a lot of energy for God and for family and for good things. Third, the sorrow of reaping. Reaping. Reaping is one of those farming terms. Harvesting. And you know, as one gets older, you look at your life and you look at what's transpired during your lifetime and you remember Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also what? reap. And so oftentimes regret is something that those who are older have to deal with because sometimes you reap a big harvest for the consequences of things sown. That can be difficult. Fourth, sometimes as we grow older, we have to deal with the sorrow of our fears. Our fears. Not being able to hear. Not being able to see as well. Not being able to get around as well. Not being able maybe to think as clearly. I know that as I have aged, I have a fear of heights now that I don't know where in the world it came from. For years, it was no problem for me. Climb trees, climb mountains, climb anything. Flying in an airplane now didn't used to bother me, but now I kind of look down and say, man, that's a long way. Fear. Fear. There are transitions that we have to make, and as we grow older, sometimes some of the losses cause us to be afraid. How about this one, number five? The sorrow of mortality. Mortality. As one ages, many people that we know precede us in death. An awareness that more is in the the rear view than is ahead out the, the front of the glass of the car that we're driving in life.
an awareness of our mortality. Now stop for just a second. These are experiences that you don't necessarily have to be older to have. But I want you to stop and think with me for a moment about the solution. When a person really treasures Jesus, doesn't the Bible say that he was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief? Isaiah 53 and verse 3. Think of this one. Though we may not be as strong as we were, and we know weakness, the Lord is our strength. The Lord is our strength. What does it mean to age to the glory of God? It means to grow in your appreciation of the great truth that the Lord is our strength. And you get tired. And you get weary. Thinking about it this way, the Lord gives us rest. I can rest in the Lord. Come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Third. What about that law of consequences and reaping? Older people sometimes really have a lot of regret. Our God is the Lord of harvest, and our God is the Lord who forgives. I think older people need to be made aware of that especially sometimes. Because they can have such a hard time forgiving themselves. We all can, can't we? But the Lord is the Lord of harvest, and He forgives so marvelously. I love this one. When we have fear, we need to remember that He is the God of peace. God has not given us a spirit of fear. 2 Timothy 1.7 He's not given us a spirit of fear. And perfect love casts out fear. 1 John 4.18 Finally, think of that. Fear of one's mortality. People that I've known for a long time are dying and I'm facing my own mortality too. When one ages to the glory of God, there is a wonderful awareness that our Lord is the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6. I am thankful that I have known many Christians through the years. Not a few here at Westside. Many here at Westside that I really think aged to the glory of God. And you know what? I appreciate their example. And I want to age to the glory of God too. How about you? Maybe one of the greatest things we can do for young people is to age well to God's glory ourselves. 
Because tomorrow they will sit where you presently sit. Let's go to God in prayer. Eternal Father, we come to you thankful for the gift of life. From beginning to end, life is a gift from you. Help us to cherish life and to use it to develop our relationship with you so that we can live with you forever because of Jesus. God, sometimes we struggle with the transitions of life and especially the ones of growing older. Give us the grace and the wisdom and the strength to honor you until we take our last breath and then to be carried into your presence where we can be forever. Thank you for Jesus who gives us life and hope and he is all that we need. In Christ's name, amen. We're about to stand and sing our song of encouragement. I hope that you will not leave this building wrong with God. If you're not a Christian, please come to Him through faith, repentance, and baptism. You don't have the guarantee of another day. Please don't waste this opportunity. Don't miss it. And for those of us who are Christians, older or younger... I hope that you'll treasure life because you treasure the giver of life. Let us stand and sing.